and welcome to a brand new out of the blue edition a saturday edition of the mr warren hayes show my god man if it's saturday and i'm doing a stream then there's a reason for that there is an absolute reason for that that means that means there's a pape there's a pay-per-view on the horizon just within arm's reach of us and it just so happens that this weekend it is the big WWE WrestleMania Backlash pay-per-view not your rigmarole uh, uh, dollar store uh, uh, you know happy fun time backlash no no this is WrestleMania Backlash the things that are happening here are backlashed from WrestleMania and we are going to be running down that card today uh, right here on youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes where we're recording live. Oh God, are we ever recording live? Um, <laughs> and, and we're going to be talking about that. Plus at the end of the show, we're also going to be talking about um, the WWR plus Beyond Wrestling uh, uh, show that's happening uh, tomorrow as well, a little before Backlash, but we're, we're going to get, we're going to talk about that more towards the end. To me, that's kind of the main event. But anyway, but uh, well, in reality, we know who the main event is. It is my guest who is joining me today on on uh, on on the show. None other than Kristen Ashley, co-owner of Bell to Bells dot com, uh, uh, wrestling writer extraordinaire and uh, first lady of the Mr. Warren Hay Show Discord. How are you, Kristen? Welcome to the uh, to the program. I'm doing awesome. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> you're very, you're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you for accepting my invitation. <laughs> um, well, I, but I am glad that you're here. I mean, it's, it, you know, it's, it, it's, a, it's a good time. It, it, we, we like to talk about WWE for good or ill, you and I, uh, on all sorts of levels. And there's a lot, there's honestly a lot to talk about in regards to WWE these days. So it'll be good to get into. And I'm glad that we're being joined here today by a whole slew of people who have decided to take time out of their day to join us, such as Thomas Gorys, who's here. Good to see you, Thomas. We have Injection 2Ks, who's here as well. Mr. Fantastic, Evan Wright is here as well. Iron Entertainment, Tim Traver. Good to see everyone joining us live here on youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. And of course, as we're going along and so on and so forth, please, please, please feel free to let us know your predictions. As you know, we're going to be giving out our predictions, but we'd like to know what you guys think, think as well. But before we actually get into the predictions per se, this is the first pay-per-view that we've had that uh, WWE's putting on. Not that we've had as wrestling fans. We've had others, but... Um, but as, um, but it's the first pay-per-view that WWE is putting on since WrestleMania. It's been a few weeks. This is where we are right now. Um, I, tell us, Kristen, tell me, tell me your feelings about, uh, about W, about the WWE these days. How do you feel? How do, what kind of state is it in now that we're moving into, uh, this pay-per-view this weekend? I feel like we get so much hype leading up to WrestleMania that there's sort of this cooling down period now until uh, SummerSlam. Right. And so, uh, expectedly, it's been a little boring, been a little sluggish, uh, a little uh, lack of creativity. We'll say that. Sure. Uh, with a lot of the storyline, so you know, kind of damper my expectations quite a bit. <laughs> So, so right now you're dampering your expectations because it hasn't been great. Right. 
Exactly. I I mean, look, we we, we talk about it often and there's a lot of problems. Uh, There's a lot of problems that do exist in regards to uh, in regards to pay-per-views these days. You know, uh, um, we you know, uh, uh, not in pay-per-views, but in WWE in general, you know, Raw is an extremely difficult show to watch a really, really tough one to get through. Um, is, um, is, is it mostly the creative that's not doing it for you? Or is it the matches that you're having trouble with? Or a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B? Like what, uh, what's your feeling? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the main, main roster's problem is always mostly creative. Uh, it seems like, well, right. Like we just get rehash after rehash, after rehash, after rehash, all leading up to the same match on a pay-per-view. And so we see the same six people over and over again. There's always like really stupid overbooked finishes. Um, Nothing makes sense. Occasionally you'll get a a good promo moment. And, And always the wrestling's okay, right? The wrestling is, I mean, they have the best in the world. So I... I think the strong suit is that the wrestling is always really killer, but they're having to make up for the lack of stories. It just seems like creative doesn't care. Like, Oh, right. WrestleMania is done. We got a few months till we really have to put in some effort again. Let's just take a break. Let's just <laughs> copy paste, copy paste. That's basically what it feels like. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we saw just last night on SmackDown, you know, uh, a match that we got at WrestleMania and even before WrestleMania happened again. Results were different, but that, that's, you know, it, it. I think it's a valid critique, you know, that that it's basically always the same types of matches. Not, not, not excuse me. It's always the same matches within the same group of people who are always involved, you know, and I think that... It does get boring and it is tedious and it's always weird that they cycle through these same matches with these same people on the time when they have such a depth of wrestlers that they could be using. It's very strange to me. Yeah, I mean, they have they don't have very long, right? It's like a month, maybe a month and a half from WrestleMania until Backlash. And so they don't have a lot of time to go from a feud that happened leading up to WrestleMania at WrestleMania till backlash. So it, it, it makes sense that they would just keep the same feuds because there's not enough weeks. Oh, because it's a backlash, right? Right. right. <laughs> I think it's a pointless pay-per-view, if I'm being quite honest. I think they can wait because it is just rehashing, which they have done on their weekly programming week after week. Oh, I gotta concur with ya. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna. I'm gonna agree. Um, I want to say hello to Evolution, who has joined us in the chat, as well as Swiss Roll Chris. Good to see you. Welcome to the chat. Let's get to it then, Kristen. Let's yeah. start. Let's start diving right into the pay per view. I'm going to go through the matches in reverse order as they are presented on WWE.com. So building up to what is probably going to be expected to be their main event. Let's get to it. First match that we're going to talk about. Damian Priest. I know your favorite wrestler of all time versus The Miz. In my, one of my killer tier, top tier stipulations, a lumberjack match. I, you know, I, I don't like lumberjack matches. I don't. 
Um, so this one comes off the heels of the Bad Bunny stuff, right? This is, uh, this, this is, I mean, if you wanted a match to define WrestleMania backlash, well, this is it right here. You know, it's, it's a match that happened because of what happened at WrestleMania. Um, how do you, uh, tell me about this match. Uh, you know, it's been, this is one that's been brewing, it's been building for a while. Damian Priest call up from NXT. Ms. Yeah. Ms. A long-term good hand for the company. <laughs> uh, well, the positive. Let's start with the positive. The positive is that Ms. and Morrison have been a highlight week after week. They're hilarious. They're incredibly entertaining. I will be the first to admit that I didn't care for Morrison right off the bat, and the two of them though have changed my mind. Uh, Priest, you know, so Bad Bunny leaves for tour. And Priest just kind of gets like the leftover hand-me-down, sure. I guess, feud. I mean, he's just like, I, I guess I'll keep feuding with you. Um, and it was sort of a, I already, I already found Priest to be pretty boring. Now, you didn't now care that, for him much in NXT. I thought he was very boring. Um, and it's not necessarily his fault. I just find him very boring. And now that he's on main, even more so, right? Like even more boring. He comes in with this secondhand feud. And now he's left with the secondhand feud. And it's the only non-title match on the card, at least so far. Mm -hmm. And it's a weird stipulation. He chose the stipulation. It's so, why? It's so weird. I, I have no idea. I, I really, yeah. I really don't. Um, you know, I, by the way, chat, let us know who, who you think is going to win here. Damien Priest or is Miz going to get some of his heat back? Um, you, yeah, I, I think Damien Priest is, well, I mean, look, we we disagree on quite a few things behind the scenes. You know, we, we put on a we put on a good face for the viewing public, <laughs> but we're constantly at each other's throats. Yeah, always <laughs> but, fighting. And one of the things that we I think that we do disagree on is Damien Priest, because I, I punishment Martinez, I've always liked. I, you know, I loved his work in PWG. Mm -hmm. He was the kind of guy that you looked at and you're like, this guy is he, this guy is destined for WWE, right? Like at some point, this guy, he's he's tailor made. I'm still shocked that he that he, you know, he finally made WWE like in his late 30s. You know, I was convinced they were going to pick him up before that. Um, but uh, and, you know, I he wasn't very exciting in NXT. I'll grant you that. I think his character direction was all over the place. You know, one week he's a jackass. The next week he's a rock star and he's in a hot tub with babes and he's a heel and he's a face. And um, and everyone, everyone gets boring on Maine. And I think we're going to talk about that in a little while, too. Um, but, um, you know, I'm. You know, the, the Bad Bunny situation was probably the best for him because I think it gave him something interesting to do, thrust him into the spotlight. I think his matches with Morrison over the past couple of weeks, even though they re-ran them a few times, they were fun. There were some, uh, there were highlights on Raw. I really enjoyed them. Um, you know, I, I think, I think this is really a guy who's doing the best with the hand he's being dealt. It's not a great hand, but it's not the worst either. There are people in a much worse off position than he is on, on main roster right now. He could be doing a lot worse than, than Miz. If only Miz, you know, this is, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm talking too much. I'll let you speak in a second. But if only they, they let Miz 
be, you know, intercontinental champion heel Miz. You know, when yeah. he was with the um, with the Axel and, and Dallas, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas, he was prime every yeah. week. His promos were appointment viewing. He was really good. Now yeah. he, he just, you know, I, I, I think his heel character is, you know, uncool heel dad. Um, and it just miss. there's some edge missing to him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... So, you know, I know, like, I don't like Priest, but I know it's not Priest's fault. I don't like, I don't not like him as a person. I don't know him. Uh, and he was good prior to coming to WWE, but that's everyone's story, right? <laughs> WWE, it has a problem of, their problem is having too much of a good thing and not knowing what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So I just think how he's being used is incredibly boring. I didn't like his, like, I don't know what his gimmick was, and I, like, extra from Underworld. Like that's what he looked like to me. <laughs> the the, the vampire werewolf movie. Yeah, like with with the ring and the the. Oh, I just thought it was so stupid, Bone and arrow. so yeah. He's an archer of infamy. Yeah. I shoot the bl- the flaming arrows, whitting, whitting. <laughs> but like I'm sure we'll also talk about later is that they don't know what to do with their big guys. Yeah, that's no, sure. And so he's just you know, it's too much of a good thing. Miz will make this match because he's an entertainer and he knows how to entertain us. Um, Priest will wrestle because he knows how to wrestle. I, I would, I would normally be okay with this match as just being a singles match until they threw in the lumberjack stipulation. I, now, I fucking hate lumberjack matches. I hate them so bad. But please typically, continue. Typically, historically, heels, which would be Miz love these matches because it sort of stacks it on one side to their advantage. There tends to be chaos. There tends to be, you know, interference. I could understand where he might think Miz would try to escape the match and that's why he's doing it. But I think there's better and more fun stipulations to do that with than this boring ass lumberjack match. So I'm, I guess in a basic level, I'm interested to see what actually happens with, the lumberjacks outside right who shows up do they interfere or are we just wasting everyone's time the 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 one thing that that i i think would be really cool is if they they brought like and you i think you mentioned it last night on on uh, on on twitter right that keith lee hasn't been around for a while right yeah i think yeah. it'd be cool if at least you're going to do a lumberjack match give us a surprise return yeah. like something like right. that in it, because otherwise, it because they're always the same finishes. That's the thing. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, in the chat, we seem to be saying that Miz needs his heat back, pal. I kind of, I think personally, I think Damian Priest should win. I think he should, um, for a bunch of reasons. Build new stars, pal. What do you think, Kristen? Who do you think is going to win? I, I think likely it's going to be Priest. They seem to be slowly pushing him. Um, they did put him with Bad Bunny, which they obviously, WWE has put a lot of uh, stock into. So I do think that they want to push him. Right. So I think he'll likely win because he needs the win. But I honestly, so I would love for this stipulation to kind of backfire in a way and benefit Miz because he will be smug and hilarious about it. It it it, it will add it will it, it will add some character to it. So are, are we are we saying that your official prediction is Damian Priest? 
My official prediction Like if you have to, like, let's say Jesus comes down from the heavens, comes to you and says, Kristen, you can only, you can pick one winner here. I don't lie to Jesus. So I'd say I'm not invested enough to care. But if I had to choose, (laughs) it would be Damien Priest. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) Hey, Tom Campbell is in the chat. How you doing, Tom? Good to see you. Look at that. He says, I only like lumberjack lumberjack matches when the wrestlers actually dress like lumberjacks. Bring that back. That used to be that that indeed used to be a thing. Anyway, nice to see you, Tom. Good to see you. Um, let's move on. SmackDown Tag Team Champions Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode (laughs) are going to be taking on Rey Mysterio and baby champ Dominic (laughs) Mysterio. <laughs> How long is it going to take him? Ah, uh, not that long, up? not long, long at all. No, no. Straight, straight out the gate, he is. Uh, in my mind, he's doomed. Um, okay, I think I, I think for this one, you, you need, to, you need to go back. Like, uh, there's so many things I want to say at once. Tell me about the tag team, the, this tag team match, Kristen. How do you feel about it? How does this, do you think it's a good representation of the deep, deep SmackDown tag team division? I, literally in my notes that like. The, you have the, notes? You're yeah, pre- I have notes You're prepared? Yeah, I know. God damn, you're a pro. It's not the tech part of it, right? Um, <laughs> so I was trying to look at the backstory of how this feud even came to fruition. And I even got more confused trying to look at it right because they had all these like mixed like all these like quadru 40 man tag matches with like the street profits and otis and chad and none of it makes sense so i guess my analysis is like i have no idea where wwe is going with this division and i don't think they do either and the feud has very little to justify the match besides them i guess calling dominic baby champ or baby, whatever. Um, Can we, hang on a second. We just, I the, last night, like, here's the thing. Outside of whatever I did on Twitter that kept me awake for a part of the night. The, 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 he, Bobby Roode calls him baby Dom. And in his mind, Dominic thinks to himself, I'm going to be calling myself. You'll be calling me baby champ. In his brain, he's thinking this is a good comeback. Now, who thinks you're going to be calling me baby champ? Who thinks that's a good comeback? Comeback. And Ray, his father, legendary luchador who's wrestled around the world, Ray Mysterio, goes, oh, baby champ. As if it's... Oh. See, you saw him say it that way. And for me, when I saw Ray say that, it looked to me like baby champ. Oh, you like, thought like it looked to me like he was going, baby champ. You think like, like he was like, son, you shouldn't have said that. That's maybe <laughs> maybe because my filter, because I think that, like it just muddies up that, but it looked to me like how do you how do you not break in that, that moment and go, she said baby champ? Is that a good thing? And and of course, if you want to go meta on top of this, there is a room of television writers <laughs> who scripted that, p- 
put it on a, a, a sheet of paper and, and gave it to Dominic. And we're like, here you go. Here's, here's your line. And he didn't say, uh, no. And these people are paid highly for their writing talents for television on a weekly basis. Baby champ. Um, honestly, I, yeah, I, yeah, look, I, I think the tag team division is a mess. Well, I mean, it's not that there's a mess. There's no depth to it. There's like, there's four tag teams in, uh, on SmackDown. Um, now as for a winner, if we want to, if we want to pick a winner here, I think you have to go back to WWE booking 101, where two weeks ago, uh, Bobby Roode got pinned by baby champ. Last last night, Rey Mysterio defeated Dolph. Uh, so I think that is an indication that uh, the champs are retaining on Sunday because that's how WWE works. I think Rude and Zigloid hang on to the titles. What do you think, Kristen? I do not, actually. And I don't think, I think the Mysterios are going to get it. And I only think they're going to get it because WWE has been dropping some slight hints with verbiage lately. You know, like on their site, they say, you know, Ray and Dominic will attempt to become the first father and son tag team champs in history. Oh, they do like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and it doesn't necessarily, because they've done that before and then mm. it never comes to fruition. But it, for me, it feels like just these subtle, subversive drops. Um, I think, I, I find the Dirty Dog's reign has been incredibly boring. There's no teams. Um, there's no teams. There's no so, one. It's so boring. And it, they've been, what, 128 days, something like that now. So they've only defended it twice. What? It's been that long? Since January. They've only defended it twice. Um, and both times were in April. And so, and also Rude has not faced either Mysterio recently, at least, in singles action. So I just, I'm so bored by this. All I've been stripped of all emotional investment involvement sure just i don't really care who wins frankly i will say though that the four of them will make up for it in skill we always have a good time watching mysterio matches diggler is always really entertaining in the ring even dominic i will say is solid so um what this what this feel i know i that's that's new <laughs> it, it hurt to say what this match lacks an interest in the story it will make up for skill in the ring i think okay that's interesting um I, and you know what I, you i think you you may have slightly swayed me if only because of the fact that you said that yeah i know if only it would be on important shit right uh you may have <laughs> slightly swayed me on uh on the uh just by saying that it's a, you know first time ever father son boy wwe like their first times ever's yeah. Don't they? Yeah. The mm. only issue I have with this is then where where does Ziggler and Rude go? Where does any of their Oh, uh, I mean I, look, I mean, you know, I I'm I've been I've been saying this for like I think since uh since the fall, since last fall. Never mind having a SmackDown tag SmackDown tag titles, raw tag titles, unify them, have them be floating titles, just like the women's belts. Just because they they have like four tag teams on one side, and I think now they have five on Raw, something like that. Um, I could be wrong, but um, like that's all really you need to do. It just unify the belts instead of keeping them separate. You don't have the depth to yeah. do it. And I yeah. just maybe in the chat, you I'd like maybe chat could let us know 
you know, because we're talking about Hook, uh, Taz's kid, uh, in in the oh, chat. We're not even talking about backlash. <laughs> no, I know, but uh, who would win in a fight, Rey Mysterio or Hook? Shout out to Garrett Kidney, by the way. Uh, so, so who are you picking? Um, exactly. The Mysterios. The Mysterios. Okay, yeah. so we're at odds on this one. I think the champs yeah. retain. Okay. Universal Championship match. The champ, the head of the table, the guy who wants to be acknowledged, Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. Um, it, look, for a lot of people, this match has been a long time coming. The Cesaro section has been vocal for years in regards to Cesaro being a top guy, getting opportunities that he's sh- getting opportunities that he's not getting. Uh, you know, I, I'm not don't necessarily have to run through everything that he's done, how much he's considered to be one of the best wrestlers to have ever done it. And, you know, one of these quintessential wasted talents in in, in WWE, I think, when we look back at his career, um, as opposed to what he he used to do in Ring of Honor, for instance. Um, versus, but now here he is. Um, he's, uh, he's getting a big time match against Roman Reigns, who is the biggest heel in the company. Roman Reigns doing some of the best work, if not the best work of his entire career. Um, tell me about this match, uh, Kristen. How do you feel about it? I feel like it was a great feud until they, some reason involved Rollins, right? They weren't ready to close that random circle, um, with, with Rollins and Cesaro, that feud they weren't ready to close it so then like cesaro faces rollins and if he wins then he gets to face roman at backlash like what? like that makes less sense than the rehash it doesn't make any sense at all as if the and shield then, still lives on you know kind right of yeah because then they give us little sneak peeks of them backstage and what does that have to do with anything i don't understand what he's there for frankly wrong so it seems like just and and why is he helping roman will he come to interfere does, does, does he need to? Does Roman really need another lackey? Because the more people they add to his crew, I personally, I feel the less credible he is as a champ. Hmm. Like, the more they start to interfere for him and fight his battles, and he just sits back and he's like, yeah, head of the table with his belt, the less I feel like he's a fighting champ worth the title. Um I understand where they're going with it, but it's, I just don't understand why Rollins was involved at all, which makes me think he's showing up at Backlash for sure. Somewhere. Okay. Um, to, to, to screw yeah. around with Cesaro. Yeah. If there's a match on the card that I think won't end clean, it's this one for sure. I mean, I, I think there's a very high chance of this match not ending clean because yeah. that's been Roman's deal, right? He'll mm-hmm. like... He he, uh, he he beat Daniel Bryan two weeks ago clean, and that was the first time in months. And I think yeah. it was a, a very important statement that was made there. You know, Daniel Bryan on on his way out, and I'm using air quotes for those of you who aren't staring at me right now. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, Roman going over him completely clean, no interference. Uh, that was a big that was a big statement in and about itself. And I think. I, I, I think there's I, I think that's something that's going to happen because maybe they'll want to protect Cesaro in that way. But I have mixed feelings outside of the Seth Rollins thing in regards to this, because I I was like, I'm glad that Cesaro is getting his shot here. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it's never felt like it, it, it was Cesaro's spot. And WWE right. never acted like it was Cesaro's spot. Yeah. WWE had Cesaro lobby, basically, like live on TV for it. Have Daniel Bryan put him over and like literally take a microphone and say, Roman, I want you to fight Cesaro, you know, like yeah. literally that's what. And then when that finally happens, Jimmy Uso returns. And yes. now the story is about Roman yeah. and Jimmy, basically Jay Uso being in a love triangle with, <laughs> with his family, you know, where they're right, like, right. no, you're on my side. No, you're on my side, essentially. Right. Yeah. So I kind of feel like it's eclipsing the Cesaro yeah. thing, which makes me think that there's no absolute way in hell that Cesaro's winning the title tomorrow. Absolutely not. I feel the, ex I mean, I'm thinking the exact same thing. The fact that they had Jimmy come back right before this match makes me think that Cesaro is playing second fiddle to the feud that they really hell want yeah. to build. And, and the feud that, frankly, I would rather see. And the, the, the feud between the, the Usos, uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's the thing. Is that I and I want to be clear here. I love that they're coming full circle on this. You know, because this is these are seeds that were planted. We know. Look, we know that WWE doesn't do long term storytelling. Okay, that's fine. Let's just get this out of the way. But still, they're going back to something that happened uh, last summer. They're coming around, coming back around with it in a very logical manner. With Jimmy being like, hey, Jay, what are you doing? You and I are were great together. We did everything here. You don't have to be this guy's, you know, uh, lackey, his, his, his Igor. You know, that's not who you are. And the dynamics that they're, that they're setting up where Jimmy doesn't get involved in Roman stuff, but unless Jay starts getting beat up, then Jimmy runs in kind of thing. And then last night... Roman ran in to save Jay from Cesaro and you're like oh okay so maybe Roman does really care about Jay like there's there's actual palpable layers some intrigue here this it's like it's good it's good but Cesaro <laughs> it's, it's Cesaro like it's always great to see him get these opportunities we wanted this he deserves it yes but it doesn't feel like his opportunity no <laughs> It's, he's like a he's a story plot, a story device. Yeah. You know, he's not yeah. not even a story arc. He's just like, right. oh well, this is the match, but all around, this is the cool shit. Yeah. And I mean, good on them if they're going to set something up, something interesting, maybe for Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. Right. You know, they, they, you know, all rumors, all the rumors are that they want to set, they want SummerSlam to be in front of people this year, right? That's mm -hmm. what that's their target. Yeah. So. Why not, you know, do something a little more long form with, you know, with the Anoa'i clan and I'm okay with that. People are into it. Roman is great. That's a good story to tell. I'm okay with yeah. it. And the, and the matches are going to be good. Right. I don't know. It's just yeah. poor Cesaro, man. He can't cut a break. Even when he isn't a mate, when, even when he is in a world title situation, he's like, Aww. oh, well. And we can't win either. We sit here and we complain that creative is terrible, but when they do well with creative, it's at the expense of somebody who has deserved a shot for a while. Good point. And I think, you know, Jimmy's return is going to provide that nice conflict that we need, but I don't think backlash is the place to start it. Um, so I'm not sure what's going to happen here. 
the the wrestling is what we're going to be tuning in for. Yes. I mean, yes. look, in my opinion, this will be this. This has the potential to be the best match of the uh, of the card. Like, yes. I think this is going to be it. I think Cesaro is going to show up. I think he's going to do. He, he's he, and, and honestly, I think Roman's going to make him look like a thousand million dollars, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think this feud serves Roman either. That's the thing. I think it serves nobody. And so I, I do think Roman retains. He's untouchable right now. Oh, no, for sure. And I, I do think it should be a new so to strip the belt. For sure. There's uh, in the chat, we're saying uh, Cesaro uh, evolution. I'll give full credit. Says uh, Cesaro wins either way by DQ or wins the title. So that's a very bold prediction. I mean, that's I could bold. see him winning by DQ. Yeah. Very bold prediction. Yes. I'm just realizing this. Did you know that? WWE Black, uh, WrestleMania Backlash is presented by Army of the Dead movie. The, did you? <laughs> From our favorite director, Zack Snyder. Chris? I can't wait for the 15-hour director's cut <laughs> with new footage. <laughs> Let's get me started on that. <laughs> Two hours of it is, you know, Batista improving his monologue. You know, it's like... <laughs> clearly have aged quite a bit yeah <laughs> all right let's move on to the raw women's championship match our champion Rhea ripley faces oscar and uh a little known commodity fresh out of the uh, fresh out of the pc charlotte flair <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh jesus let's not start that now um yeah triple threat <laughs> Okay, I'm going to get this out of the way right now, Kristen. I'm, I, 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 I think that this is the triple threat is probably the best situation if you want to involve Rhea Ripley and Asuka in your title picture because yeah. Rhea Ripley and Asuka do not wrestle well together. They don't. And they're Every not time they've been know. in the ring. It's, yeah. it, it, it's not good. It's, right. it's not good. Not just that, but their personalities. They don't let their personalities shine. And we mm -hmm. know that they're great. We've seen them be great. So adding Charlotte Flair to this only makes me actually want to watch it more, frankly. I think, do you feel like we're in a minority in regards to Charlotte? I'm, sh I'm sure we are. It feels like it sometimes. There are so yeah. many people who don't like her. And for multiple reasons, m m most of the reasons are unjustified. Like if yeah. you were... It here's a here's a psa everyone okay i'll settle in <laughs> if no but if you don't like a wrestler just come out and say i don't like the wrestler like like yeah. i don't like the wrestler instead of trying to invent reasons to convince yourself that you have actual <laughs> tangible reasons for not liking there are wrestlers that i don't like that i just don't i can't connect with and I'm like, right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try and say they're a terrible wrestler. You know, it's like the people who say Kenny Omega is a terrible, they hate, they don't like Kenny Omega, but Kenny Omega said, I hate him because he's a terrible wrestler. No, that's, that's, that's a bad take. That is, the, it's an awful take. Right. At least say, I don't like him because he's got a big, big pumpkin head. Like, okay, <laughs> cool. That I can, I can actually get behind. Well, that's because no one's going to say that because that means that they're a terrible judgy person and they don't want to seem judged. No, you no, of course, you know, since you're a smart wrestling fan, you have to have very broken down yeah. reasons as to why. Right. So 
you know, Charlotte Flair. Well, she was given everything, silver spoon in her mouth. Her father yeah. you know, wrote her father's coattails. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but let's go back to the match. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you... Okay. How about... Uh, let's start <laughs> off with uh, how, uh, how's Rhea Ripley's main run, main roster run been going since uh, WrestleMania? Well, she's a replacement, right? I mean, it always felt like the title wasn't really hers to begin with. Um, what has intrigued me about this feud, we're just going to get right to it, is Sonya Deville. Oh. Sonya Deville is the reason that Flair really is in this match. True. Mm -hmm. Reinstates her, doesn't even have her wrestle for an opportunity in the match, just says, yeah, good argument to be in the match. You're in the match now. And Pierce is like, what? So <laughs> I'm, and it's, and when you see Sonia and Charlotte together, you're like, this makes sense. There's something about this that makes a lot of sense to me. And I feel like that's the center point. So unfortunately our champ and our previous champ and the people who deserve a lot of spotlights, I, I find like they're just, you know, they're just side options. Like I'm not really invested in what happens to Rhea and Oscar. Sure. I really just want to see what happens with, with Charlotte and Sonia. Yeah. So we're kind of getting a, a, another a, another Cesaro Roman Reigns situation here, where mm -hmm. where there's an there's an outside angle here that makes mm -hmm. the other thing much more compelling. Um, but I mean, you mentioned you know you said it you know talking about their personalities. The, this is kind of what a lot of us were afraid of when it when Rhea was called back up. It was like, yeah. is she going to be? Uh, how are they going to treat her? Because the first, when she was first called up last year, uh, they, they, what, you know, what they ended up doing with her was miserable, you know, mm -hmm. taking away everything that, that made her good, that found, that we found interesting. They bring her back to NXT. She's back to being badass, sneering, Rhea yeah. Ripley. And we're like, yeah, awesome. Right. Now they bring her up again. And now she's like, She's like, um, she's like a dollar store version of herself, which is weird because yeah. she's still herself. Yeah. But they then they feed her these lines, and you can tell she's uncomfortable to reading yeah. them. And well, it's, Rhea was never meant to be a face. She wasn't. No. You look at her, you're frightened. You love her, but you're frightened. And that's who she should be. She, it's like the same thing with Tony Storm. If they take the NXT UK girls who were good in their roles at NXT UK and they completely change them and that doesn't fit. I don't believe Tony is the heel and I don't believe Rhea is a face. Um, she's way more compelling when she's nasty and in your face and brutal and she, that's believable. She's a tall, strong woman and that's what she needs to be as a heel. Um, it's just a classic case of WWE not letting their their wrestlers be themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, or, or letting them do what they're best at. Yeah. Which is the same thing with Asuka. Let, okay, Asuka doesn't have great English. Just let her talk, though. She's compelling. She's hilarious. She's, I mean, she's got a wide range and she's an amazing wrestler. Let her do her stuff. I mean, look, Asuka is a great example of you don't necessarily, if you just let them do things, it... I mean, who would have figured that the Kabuki Warriors would work out the way they did mm -hmm. if it wasn't for 
Asuka and Kyrie, you know, especially when Kyrie started doing the 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 laughing shtick. You remember that, right? Which was yes. which was fantastic. When they yes. both were just cutting these wild Japanese promos, just being so invested and wild with the makeup and the colors and yeah. ah, this you know sensory overload yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And and that car- man, it carried. Asuka into another title reign last year and she along with Sasha and, and Bailey and I will die on this hill the three of them carried WWE throughout 2020 mm-hmm. um and now she's just I, someone else and it's just wild to me that WWE can never seem to capitalize god they love the word momentum so much right they keep momentum momentum and when yeah. someone actually has momentum they don't know what to do with it no no and i i mean it, this case of the rehash was the most frustrating to me every week it's a different version of yeah. ria and oscar and charlotte and then Rhea and, it's just so boring and like you said they're not great against each other so they add in charlotte which she's great with everyone and I just feel so bad for Rhea and Asuka because I know that they deserve really, really good ratings. Yeah, but and I, but at this point, I'm like, never have either of them be next to each other in a wrestling match ever <laughs> again. They stink. They they, it just no. does not work. They wrestled no. again on Monday and it was still bad. It was like, no, ladies. So I'm I'm very I'm very nervous about this match. Um, in the chat, there's so there, there's so there's some back and forth going on here. Uh, Thomas pull, pulls up a pretty good point here. He says, "What's the point uh, of having a developmental system where wrestlers perfect their character over several years, only to call them up and change the whole thing?" And I mean, this this has been a theme going on. Mm-hmm. Like even as far as in pure business sense, I don't understand what the return on investment is if you put money into developing these personalities on nxt and then bring them up and start over you you just sunk so much money into making this personality right it's weird to me yeah well i mean the problem is they're trying to cover all their bases with you know people liking them so they they just water down everyone's personality look at nikki cross they just water down everybody because they think well if we we just take this little quirk this person has and we just shove it down far down 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 people will watch us and it's not the case that's no. not why we watch wrestling no no frankly the real star of this whole feud is charlotte's promos yes. so happy to have heel charlotte back i like them i and i know I, yeah. I know people are like well she does the same thing over and over again you know i will challenge you to listen to uh Ric Flair promos like yeah. one next to each other for you know for like 30 minutes and tell me they're not always the same thing it, it's how she delivers it, them is. you know and I think the last you know the one of the last ones that she did felt like a prompt for a, an eventual Becky Lynch return this I'm the best you know I'm the reason oh, for sure like it felt like something's coming okay so here's here's a big question for you then Kristen Ash. Okay, first of all, first of all, let, let, let's get a few things out of the way. Mm-hmm. Who's winning the match tomorrow, in your opinion? I think Charlotte gets the title. I think Charlotte gets the title uh, as well. I think I don't think they're going to push 
Rhea further than this. I don't think it's working out exactly as they hoped. I don't think Rhea should have gotten the title so quickly. I don't think so. Either. I really do think it was they had a problem of where do they put the title, so they placed it on her. Um, and there's been no feud really to speak of. So and it makes sense to give it to like this conniving Charlotte. Right now. Okay, so we both agree Charlotte wins. Who takes the pin? I actually, here's maybe not so bold prediction. I think there's going to be some interference. And I don't know how then Charlotte would win. But I think that there's going to be, I don't know if it's going to be from Sonya, someone unexpected, but I've got a feeling that there's going to be something about this match in particular that makes it more interesting. I don't know. I just got this feeling. I, I, there's, I'm not, I don't have any scoops. Sure. I'm not based on anything, but it's just this feeling that something else is going to happen and it won't be a clean finish. But how, how will Charlotte retain the title is my question. Who does she, she like if she, if she not retain, win the title, if she wins the title, she has to pin or submit someone. Well, I think she probably, Oscar would make sense. Yeah, I think, I think Oscar's in this triple threat exactly for that. Yeah. If anything, if they take the title, my 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 feeling is if they take the title off of Rhea, they're at least going to protect her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they're they're going to do stuff. They like Rhea a lot. They like her a lot. Oh, they like her a lot. No question about um, that. I don't know what they'll do with either one of them going forward. Um, but yeah, no, Asuka takes the pin. And my last question: Does Becky Lynch show up? I think you know this is the question that we've been asking since Royal Rumble. But let's keep at it. Does Becky Lynch show up? At backlash, I, I would think, I would think not. If you're gonna have Becky come back, you're gonna wait till there's a crowd. Um, I think so too. I I think it would be a big mistake to bring her back at backlash, especially since WWE. You know, there's a big, big rumor going around that they want to start getting uh, live audiences back. Yeah, they want to start performing in front of live audience back in July. I don't remember the exact date, like the 15, 16 July, uh, but. Yeah, I think I think you wait yeah. for a live crowd. Like honestly, you know, I'm I'm more of a guy where it's like stop waiting and do it, you know? Yeah. But I think in the case of Becky Lynch's return, you want yeah. the pop, you want the audible of the audience going nuts. You don't want just Bruce Pritchard turning it up to turning the <laughs> the heat up to 11, you know? That's not what you right. want. Well, it's the same thing that happened with Bailey and Sasha. We all were waiting for that turn. But we wanted it to happen at the right moment. So yes. It's the same thing here. Yeah. Want to say hello to Dave, Dale, excuse me, Campbell. Good to see you. And Jason PS3. And just to wrap this one up, we have Evolution, who left a uh, an interesting thought here. I think Rhea retains, but Alexa comes out and does voodoo on either Charlotte or Asuka. <laughs> Chomp! With her. The doll with like the mini skulls sewed on that you get from like the year-round Halloween store. Hey, listen. Uh, don't knock, don't knock, ever knock going to Spirit Halloween and get getting shit on discount. It's the best. Uh, never buy, Halloween never City. buy the the wolf, the wolfman animatronic at full price. Wait till it's discounted, people. Buy I it for next year. Day. I wish every day was Halloween, but you're a billion dollar company. Put a little more money in that production, please. The uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship now is going to be on the line as well. Bianca Belair will be taking on 
one of our you and I personal favorites of all time, Bailey. Um, Bianca's first defense since WrestleMania. Her second match, her first singles yeah. match, second match since WrestleMania. I'm going to tell you, I dig it. I have no problem with reserving your champions for the big matches, for the, mm -hmm. for that's what you do with the champ, not having, yeah. or you flip it around and you say, I'm a fighting champion, open challenge week after week. Right. Like, right. I like that kind of shit. But, and so if they save Bianca, put her in a little corner and say, until WrestleMania, uh, until backlash, I am cool with that. I know some people are like, they're not having to wrestle. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, makes her feel like a big deal. Main, you know, main event Bianca. I like it. Normally I'd agree, except for this is the women's division who doesn't get, but not, I mean, not even a quarter of the TV time. So you've deflated me. <laughs> so normally, yeah, save your, save your chance, but I'm stuck. Okay. I'll wait. No, it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say that the way this happened I'm not mad at it. It makes complete sense to me in a very basic way that Bailey is waiting in the wings. You know, you can just see her with her like eyes, like in her Karen haircut, just waiting in the wings for a pay-per-view match to come along where she can just insert herself. So why, I mean, she was a very, very long SmackDown Women's Champion reign holder. So why wouldn't she then go give it back to me? Especially now that Sasha doesn't have it, right? Because there, it would make sense that she's a little afraid of Sasha, right? Now that Bailey, now that Bianca's got it, I want it back. Now I can get it back, and mm -hmm. she clearly has that confidence. Um, so, although there was not much build, it was like uh, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, with the the title match. I'm not mad at it. It makes sense to me. So. <laughs> I'm going to be just a tad nitpicky because I can't be mad at this match. I can't. I just can't be. But you know, I, I, I would have given like, OK. Bailey's a horsewoman, longest reigning mm -hmm. SmackDown Women's Champion. I think you could have built it, built to this one a little further down the line, especially now. But I'm being nitpicky. OK. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, let's say you say, hey, Warren, here's the book. I'm like, OK, cool. How does the book work? <laughs> you know, it's a, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. no, but it, it, it give you have you have Carmella hanging in the you know in yeah. the in the background. Carmella right. as a first defense, perfect. You know, yeah, comes out has a little sass with Bianca. You know, you know the right. you know it, it's a back and forth. But then, like you said, you can have Bailey in the background going, hmm? you know, keeping <laughs> yeah. her eye out. You know, do. You know, so just interjecting herself because I think one of the one of the things that we're missing out the most in an extended Bianca Bailey feud is banter. Because yeah. I think both of them could have a lot of fun with it. We saw it on the promo last night; wasn't necessarily all that great. Bailey being via satellite, I'm like sure, but you know, it's like you know, it's like there could have been many more moments to build to that. Because Bailey's kind of a big deal, you know. She's yeah. so you you could have built to that, maybe make a, a money in the bank thing out of it, you know, whatever. But I think Bianca could have gotten you know a lower tier solid defense against someone like Carmella, 
wouldn't have harmed anyone. Would have been a you know a good little match, fun build up to lead us into a bigger program with one of their top champs, a woman who carried the company last year, former tag team champion, like to Becky, not Becky, but uh, Bailey Dose Belts. Remember? Yeah. So it's you know, but, but I'm nitpicking because yeah. I can't be mad about this in any I mean- way. Right. And it could be the start. This could be the start of their feud, right? Like it makes sense to go, well, I want it back. And then that starts now because who else really is Bianca going to fight? That's going to make us tune in week after week, you know? So this could be the start of something maybe bigger down the line in a pay-per-view. Um, yeah. Cause we're saying, you know, Becky's coming back might be coming. Who says Becky's going to go to raw? No, right. Becky's, what do we said? What are we talking yeah, about? She's Becky's going to go to raw. raw. You know, I, I think there's nothing. I am all for a Bianca versus Bailey feud. It makes complete sense. Bailey with her Karenness. Mm-hmm. I will say that I love the echo treatment they put on her cackle last night. I that want that funny, as my right? phone ring. I don't, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it was great. I don't know, but it was so good. And Bianca's just been very, you know, head on her shoulders, just wants to work, just get the job done. And Bailey's the exact kind of opposite of that, right? So I, I, I will tell you. You know what? You know what? What I miss, and this goes for all championships in WWE, right? It's not just the women's, but I think, you know, having challengers actually win matches to be before being positioned as a as a champion, uh, as a challenger, you know, because WWE, what they do is like they'll go, whoop, here's your challenger, yeah. and just drop them there. It's like oh, and there's a lot of times it just comes out of nowhere, and you're like, why this person, you know? So. You know, Bailey, you know, she 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 uh, she takes up a lot of space. She's a big personality, big attitude. So she's like, I'm coming in here to win the, you know, so, yeah, so I get it again. But it would have been nice for her to squash a couple of people, you know, have a couple of, you know, bring up someone from the PC, get 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 some get some time in the big time ring and just have a rose plant, a couple of fools. Yeah. I think that would have been fun. Honestly, maybe it's the old school part of me, but that's what I like about wrestling is just like build me a challenger instead of telling me this is the challenger. Make me that's how you make me care about wrestlers ultimately. If they're winning and if they look good winning. I agree. Uh Bianca retains, right? Yeah. I think Bailey's gonna make it a fun match. Both women are gonna wrestle their ass off. But Bianca retains. I Honestly, feel like this is a placeholder for something bigger down the line. I think you're probably right. Last match that we are going to be talking about is the WWE Championship. Robert Lashley defending against Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. Kristen, it is our second triple threat match of the evening. It is for the big the 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 big belt, the one with the lineage in the company. Um, okay. I'm gonna, this is Bobby Lashley. I think he rules. I think he's, mm-hmm. I think he's been one of the best book wrestlers of, uh, the entire past 12 months in WWE. Drew McIntyre. I think he's, uh, the closest thing to a legitimate looking champion that they have. Maybe outside of Lashley, he conducts himself like a champion, looks like a champion, acts like a champion, has great matches on top of that. Yeah. Fantastic. Braun Strowman couldn't give a shit. I honestly, like the I couldn't care less about Braun Strowman yeah. in any way, shape, or form. 
the last time I was remotely interested in what Braun Strowman was doing is when he uh, almost electrocuted himself and uh, Bobby Lashley that one time on Raw. That's pretty much it. Other than that, couldn't care. Couldn't care less about what's happening with him. Um, so to me, this is WWE running through the WrestleMania main event again, but throwing Braun Strowman in there so that he can take the pin for one of the two other guys that they're clearly protecting. That's my analysis of this match. The build to this match is so, it's another ridiculous, what? Like, it doesn't make sense. You know, so Drew loses at WrestleMania and he comes back, he says it's due to interference from MVP. I want a rematch. That makes sense. Then they throw Braun and Randy Orton and Drew into a triple threat and said, the winner gets the shot. Drew wins. Cool. Done, right? No, not done. Strowman says to, to Drew, uh, if we win a match, if I win a match against you, I'm going to get added to the triple threat. And then it happens. Yeah. Why? This is like wrestling, stupid wrestling 101. Why would you say yes to him first hey, off? And then and and then and then we wonder why Adam Pierce is losing control to Sonya. Why Sonya Deville is not seeing an opportunity to come and seize control because yeah. Adam Pierce is all over the fucking place. Sonya should she should run things. Yeah, she should. Adam Pierce is just like. You guys do what you want. Yeah. I'm go get a sub. <laughs> Why did Strowman get a chance to challenge again when he already lost? Why did you even have a triple threat? Why Why not throw Randy Orton in now too? Doesn't make any sense to me. I'm gonna let, let's have a little fun here. Okay. I'm just gonna pull I'm up. A, just, no, no, I'm just gonna pull up a pull up a stat here. Let's have a look see. Well, okay, because, you know, I was kind of curious. Well, okay, look, I mean, Braun Strowman so far in the, the year of our Lord 2021 has a 50-50 a, a, a win-loss record. That's not great. No. That's not, I... that doesn't ring championship challenger material. Last year had a 74% uh, win rate 86% in 2019 remember back then when he was really hot and should have won all the titles but instead they gave him that goofy green belt from Saudi Arabia you know <laughs> that the, that was the moment that you had to pull this trigger on Braun Strowman not now when he's just you know and and you know we were talking about his getup you remember that he looks like a gardener yes but I think I think that he looks like what Vince McMahon thinks a train engineer looks like. Honestly, I think that's what it is. He's never been on a train. It's a man. No, never but been it's on a the, train. I know he's never been. He is the train. Choo choo. <laughs> I, I'm. By the way, I'm really glad they didn't. They 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 dropped the the the, the goofy. Um, so what do you mean? That was the most entertaining thing about him. <laughs> He adds absolutely nothing to this match. And the fact that he keeps getting title opportunities is completely baffling to me. It makes no sense. It's the only thing that's more baffling was Braun Strowman fighting for everyone who's ever been bullied at WrestleMania. Yeah, because we all believe that, you know. I mean, I can I can get behind I can get behind. I can get behind the idea that maybe as a kid, like, you know, he's yeah. huge, you know, and then people 
poke fun at him because you know he's, yeah. like, he's different. I can that I can understand, but when you literally call the guy a monster among men, right? How am I supposed to buy into the fact that that suddenly he's relatable to me? You've never made him relatable. Yeah. He flipped semi-trucks. He tried to kill Roman Reigns on multiple occasions. He brought an entire stage rigging down on Brock Lesnar. That guy's not relatable to me. He does shit that I'm not supposed to understand how he's pulling it off. Now suddenly, I was bullied too. Fuck off. I don't know. That's not how you get him behind me. Jesus. But but I think that's how WWE, that's the only way they can build baby faces now. I know. Oh, we're... Uh, we're against bullies. A babyface hates bullies. I think that's how they figured they have. Oh, well, babyface him. Let's say he's uh, he's been bullied. Fuck. Yeah, well, that's what they did with Lana. That's what they I did mean, with Lana. That's what they did with Nia Jax years ago with mm-hmm. um, with Alexa. And Alexa still turned out to be more entertaining. Always. <laughs> she was still much more fun. Truthfully, even the Drew and Bobby feud is getting a little stale. Sure, because it's been on for a while now. I think it's time for all of them to find new feuds. Mm -hmm. And that's that's why I tweeted out Keith Lee. To me, Keith Lee versus Bobby makes sense. Or even a a returning Bray. Um, Anybody else. But Drew and Braun again? I'm so so tired of it. Would you you dare say that that WWE wouldn't have this issue with... If they if they build new stars, don't get me on that rant. Um, and the thing is, is that, and, and that's the thing is that I I I really think, you know, I think Bobby Lashley as world champion for them is fantastic. Mm-hmm. He, I, you know, I was saying that you know Drew looks the part and acts the part. Bobby Lashley as well, man. He comes in and he's dressed. He's got the sunglasses on. You're like. Yeah. This guy is a prize fighter. You know, yeah. he just, whoa, he has that right. look that it's fantastic. Like that, this guy can never not be in the main event picture, can never yeah. not be in the main picture moving forward. Right. Yeah. And if, like, if it, if it was me, I'd, I'd have him keep the belt. I'd have him hang on to the belt and get some challengers in over the summer and, discreetly just have drew be be taken off tv you don't need an excuse you don't need to have him injured out and absence makes the heart grow fonder so then when drew returns we're all gonna get excited we're like fuck yeah drew drew mac is back you know drew's carried the company quite a bit on his back oh my god time he gets a break but here's another thing that we've also heard it's like they want, they, you know, they want, I'm trying to say too many things at once. <laughs> you know, one of the rumors as to why Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre opened WrestleMania on night one was to get that excited crowd pop of finally seeing yeah. some live wrestling and then having yeah. Drew come out, which is legitimate. The guy's mm-hmm. entire reign, a very good title reign, uh, was all behind closed doors, yeah. you know, the Thunderdome, empty arenas. Yeah. Why not give the guy the satisfaction of that? Why not give him the satisfaction of being champion at SummerSlam, right? I'm right. okay with that. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, I'm because 
he did he did carry a lot in 2020 when they had some at some times some pretty questionable creative for him he's always risen above you know yeah yeah anyway what happens in this match Kristen? who wins i think lashley retains and i just hope that we're not left uh, with this weird mobius strip of feuds over and over again that we can just move on to something new who did you say retains i think it cut out a bit actually lashley okay I'm torn. This is this is where like my heart says my heart says uh my heart says Bobby Lashley should retain. I think he really really should retain and give us some fresh some fresh new matches. I think it's with the people that they have built as possible contenders, I don't it, it will all be running through the same people with Drew. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But I, I, at least we're in agreement that I, I think we're in agreement at least that Braun's not winning. Yeah. And Braun's taking the pin. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. I I think it's the only thing. It's the only Brew and Brew. If they look, if they ever become a tag team, if Drew and Bobby Lashley ever become a tag team, they should call themselves Brew. They can be baristas. Exactly. Green aprons. The biggest fucking baristas, you know? Yeah. They come with the espresso machine and they they just chuck it at people. And they say espresso just to annoy me. (laughs) They're heels. If they do that, they're heels. Well, most baristas are heels. True. To be honest. (laughs) Um, I don't remember what i wanted to say no bobby and drew are are they're two super protected guys like they're very 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 protected and i think that's going to continue i think i think that's why braun is here i really think that's why braun is here um but i think i also think braun's gonna stink up the joint yeah he's not very good but he's homegrown wwe I uh, want to say hello to DGMC who is in the chat and enjoying our brew comments. Um, so overall, that's the card. Kristen, do you think we're in for something special? Do you think it's going to be uh, very out of the ordinary or is it just going to be uh, uh, run of the mill? What's your what's your overall feeling on Backlash? I think it's going to be uh, the, the monthly pay-per-view from WWE. I think it's just going to be... <laughs> That says it all right there. <laughs> Run the mill. It's not their top four, you know, so it'll be interesting to watch. There'll be good matches for sure, but I, it's not like I'll be glued to the screen by any means. Well, um, I think this is, uh, I think this is a one match card to be perfectly honest. I think outside of Roman versus Cesaro, there is, uh, Bianca and Bailey should be fun yeah. too. Okay, let let, yeah, let yeah. me dial it back a bit there, Hayes. Back it up. Yeah, calm down. I think it's a two match <laughs> card. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, as much as I, as I think Bianca and Bailey is going to be is going to be enjoyable, I'm really looking forward to Roman and Cesaro. I think there's, like I said earlier, I think Cesaro is going to turn it up. I think Roman is going to be very generous as well. Um, uh, like. I think uh, I, I think that's going to be the match that's going to steal the show. Uh, yeah. Quite frankly, the rest is. Poo. 
But hey, one thing that is probably not going to be poo, and if you really want to get in something interesting before uh, before backlash tomorrow uh, tomorrow evening uh, over on independentwrestling.tv, uh, Beyond Wrestling and uh, Women's Wrestling Revolution are putting on a card, Kristen, and it's going to be a good time tomorrow at uh, out of Providence, Rhode Island in, uh, well, actually, no, sorry. The company was in Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah. I don't remember exactly where they're holding this card here. It's 5 p.m. So you've got so you're able to watch this before jumping into the pre-show uh, for uh, for WWE. Uh, big card, lots of stuff happening. Kristen, do you want to tell us a bit about it? Yeah, well, Women's Revolution, Women's Wrestling Revolution started about 2016, and they had really busy years in 2017 and 2018. And then their last event was almost two years ago. Really? Like a few, I mean, like half a year before the pandemic started. So they've kind of just faltered. They've always had incredible, incredible women's matches. And they've had almost everybody on their, you know, Chris Statlander, Casey Cattell, Edwards, Solo, Faye Jackson, Layla Hirsch, anybody you can think of, they've been on their stuff. Um, So they always produce really great matches. And so I'm really happy that Beyond Wrestling has kind of given them that boost and that they're back. Yeah. It'll be a really great time. Yeah. For sure. So, and they're, they're putting on, uh, their first card, like Kristen said, in about two years, we can go down the card really quickly if we want, you yeah. know, to, just to give you guys an idea. Uh, we're going to have, well, probably the top, the, the, the big match that, uh, that we're really excited for Willow Nightingale, uh, Indy Stalwart, recent, uh, member, uh, having tryouts on AEW Dark. <laughs> Uh, yeah. she's been there. She's taken on hey, one of our favorites, one of my favorites, an incredible human being, Trisha Dora, who was also yeah. on ROH, uh, women's, uh, wrestling Wednesday, women's Wednesday, women's of Wednesday's wrestling. <laughs> uh, Trisha Dora and Willow Nightingale is, uh, is at the top of this card here, which is really cool. You got Delmi XO versus Davienne there as well. Just recently added. Ashley Vox is going to be taking on Jody Threat. And as much as I like to talk about, you know, uh, Trisha Dora because for multiple reasons, I, she, uh, Jody Threat is amazing. And there is, yeah. I, there's not many women out there, Kristen, who wrestle like she does. Mm-hmm. She's a star. Yeah, she really and, is. And Ashley Vox has got the experience to make it a really good match. It's going to be amazing. We've got Becca taking on Erica Lee, another one of my favorites. Riley Shepard taking on Tina San Antonio. It's going to be Riley Shepard's birthday tomorrow. On top of that, well, she happy doesn't. Birthday, Riley. Well, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah, the day of. Because I wished her happy birthday before time a couple of weeks ago, and she told me that I screwed up. And I was like, <laughs> okay. okay, I'll try. So you're again. feeling a little okay. Got it. <laughs> Me, Megan Bain is going to be taking on Ashley Dambrose and uh, an intergender tag team match. The Kings of the District, which is, uh, of course, make up, uh, made up of um, Eel O'Neill and Jordan Blade, be taking on McCoy and Hatfield, Molly McCoy and uh, Boomer uh, Hatfield uh, from uh, Chikara, from, uh, from Chikara, of course. Uh, so they're going to be on that card as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for it. I mean, it's such a killer card. So a lot of good stuff here. And and it was put together fairly quickly. And like we said, yeah. they were still adding. Like, uh, Jody Thread was added yesterday. So, yeah. I mean, this, 
a lot of spontaneity, lots of good stuff coming on. Man, you know, the, the indies are far from dead. So if you guys have a subscription to uh, IWTV, hey, go ahead and, and use it and check it out. 5 p.m. Eastern tomorrow, uh, Beyond Wrestling and Women's Wrestling Revolution should be a good time. I'm excited about it. Should yeah. be a good time. Real, I mean, they're all bangers. They all have a lot of potential. And of course, well, we we were very very happy at the Bell to Bells to be able to uh, to be associated to sponsor uh, the event. Very proud of it. Glad uh, glad to be able to uh, to do our little part here. Bell to Bells is all about Kristen Ashley. That's where you can uh, find most of her work. Kristen, why don't you let the people know where they can follow you and so on and so forth? Uh, I'm on Twitter at. Kristen Ashley, I have Bell to Bells at Bell to Bells. Uh, I've got some cool stuff coming down the works with PWI. Really cool stuff later in the year. Keep an eye out. Um, but I just got, I just started a new recurring column with them. So the first one, uh, the first issue with the column will be out next week. Um, and it's a, it's a really cool, it's a really cool issue. I also did a feature uh, uh, with stats comparing wrestling prior to COVID and then during COVID. Oh, I'm really proud of this work. So make sure you get the digital copy next Thursday. It comes out next Thursday on the PWI next Thursday. Look at PWI making the big moves, getting Kristen Ashley, Jordan Grace. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally at the same level as Jordan. Oh, yes, you are. Yes. Don't tell Jordan Grace that he said that. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Please don't. She'll come. Don't tell her. No, she's going to beat me up. And my God. (laughs) She, she'll she she'll be i'll be you know i'll be an, an, an easy victory um but yeah but follow follow Kristen and Kristen. thank you so much for joining me today i really really appreciate you it, it had been a while like it'd been since I, I i think we were talking about it you were my first guest first guest yeah on a prediction show two years ago yeah 2018 that's crazy yeah, thanks for having me, and I apologize for all the tech issues. Again, I take complete blame. What tech issues? What tech issues? By the magic oh, of sure. editing, there won't be any tech issues. Right. <laughs> well, those poor souls, those lovely souls that stuck it out live. That's what we're going to do, though. We're going to thank everyone who joined us here today, stuck through it all, and who hung out the entire way. Uh, that's amazing. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, th- thank you. so much. Thank you for j- taking a part uh taking time out of your saturday to join us live and thank you for watching on demand whenever you can on your favorite podcast application as well always appreciate it if it's your first time hanging out here hey why don't you consider a subscription kind of stuff is really cool but i hope you guys enjoy wwe wrestlemania backlash tomorrow hope you enjoy beyond wrestling and women's wrestling revolution too take it easy everyone (laughs) 